Hey, this is Katie Bavarian. This is the Right Abilities Podcast. I'm here with Sandra. Sandra, you want to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Sandra Bergen. I teach English at College of the Sequoias. Uh, today, we're going to quickly do a short episode talking about best practices for emailing teachers. I know this is something that, you know, a lot of students are new to. I tend to ask my students, like, have you sent emails to teachers before? And some of them will say no. Instructors and students are sort of ex expecting different things out of those emails. So, Sandra, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see students make when they email you? Well, I'll give you examples. How about that? Yes. In the beginning of the semester, I will have emails that are just one line. I need you to add me to this class. Sometimes they're signed and sometimes they're not. So one, that sense of you need to do this. I need you. Will you add me to this class? Just add me to this class. It was kind of a demanding one-liner, right? So the tone of that email, probably not the most professional, but also a lot of these emails aren't signed, so I have no idea where they're coming from. Um, sometimes it's like, you know, I love Cars 67, so who are you? You know, that kind of thing. They didn't even say what class they wanted into, oh, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, no class, yeah. I have five classes, which one do you want? I'm going to kind of, as we speak, kind of like list things that we should work on. So yeah, yeah, make sure you tell your instructor, even if you're already enrolled in that class, you need to tell them who you are and what section you're in. I, by the end of the semester, I know all my students and what class they're in. In the beginning, I have no idea. Sign it. Like, Professor Bergen, may I please have an extension on this blah, 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 blah. And then you could say, sincerely, student X, English 1, Monday, Wednesday, 8 a.m. Or use the Canvas messaging system if they want, because that information is put all in the subject line, sort of. The other thing you said was professional. So I think a lot of students haven't sent emails to professors and they don't realize that we're expecting something more professional. Often I feel like they treat it like a text message. Well, because we haven't discussed audience really. It's knowing your audience. Like you wouldn't really text your friends with the same audience in mind as you would your grandmother, right? right? As, and teachers are different, a different audience as well. So you think of, if I would think of a teacher, or an instructor, I would put them on the same line as an employer or someplace, you know, something professional. So you have to remember to be, I don't want to say formal, but. But there are certain formal things we are kind of expecting, right? Yeah. You don't have to be like, may I please request the blah, blah, blah. You yeah. don't have to like put on some like fancy language, but what are some of the professional things that we are hoping for? Definitely. We want that who they are. What other things? Who they are, what class they're in, full sentences. Writing in full sentences is a plus, guys. And being very complete with your thoughts. Don't assume I know what assignment you're talking about. Maybe give me a little description. Remember, your instructors are teaching actual different classes. Like I may have an English 1, an English 2, and an English 4. If I don't recognize your name right off the bat and you start talking about, well, for the assignment, do we have to do this or this? And I keep thinking, what assignment? Wait, what assignment? <laughs> And I think complete ideas with that too. I get a lot of emails that say like, I submitted the wrong assignment. And I'm like, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> like, tell me what you want me to do about it. Like, are you asking if there's a way to resubmit? What is the goal? Finish that thought. 
And then I also personally really like for, for professional, and this can be work, whether it's a teacher email, like you said, or like a resume or whatever, you definitely need that, you know, hi or dear, whoever, right? You want yeah. that like little hello. And another thing I do, and one of the activities I actually do with my students is I show them emails that I sent like my colleagues and emails I send my dean to show that how I like change how I talk. And I showed them this email that I sent our dean, who is our boss, really. So professional. Like I'm asking him to do something, but instead of telling him I want him to do it, like I make it a question. Yeah, would to it kind be possible. Da, 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 yeah, da, da. would it po- it's like a would you be possible to like get my like evaluation done earlier or something like that. But I meant to say like I want to get this done. Like that was my in my mind what I was trying to say. But like that's not what you tell your boss, right? Like you have to learn to not be an entitled. The other thing I think with that is like you always need a thank at the end. Like yeah. thank you for your time, thank you for your help, thank you for whatever. Even if you're not thankful, even if they like mess something up, just thank them. Like that's just kind of how we end email. That is like just a convention of normal sort of emails. And the other thing with that is the subject line. I think that's a thing students leave blank a lot. Give me a subject that like hints towards what you're actually talking about. I'm actually really bad about this as a person. I love being like a question or something. Like do a good subject line, but when if I'm just emailing you, a question would be fine because you're like, okay, it's probably an online question. But if I'm emailing, emailing Richard or that's my dean, Richard or somebody, the subject line is very specific. Which I think is an interesting thing about emails, much like text messages, depending yeah. who you're emailing, it might change. I, I've told students before, like sometimes there's this like gradual, like gradually less formal as you go on. So like, for example, if I'm emailing a dean, at first, I'll probably call them doctor, whoever, if they're a doctor, right? But if they sign it with their first name, I'll probably call them their first name in the next email. So like, you can do the same with teachers. You can kind of see if they're being less formal with you, you can copy that, but don't start out less formal. So it's sometimes really weird at the end of the semester, if I get an email from a student who I start to really know, we've chatted, and then they get super, super formal in the email. And I'm like, it's okay now. Like, you can tone that down a little, but that's something you learn through time. I'm so fast with email. It's almost like chat. This summer, my students were emailing me and it did start out like a little formal, right? Hi, Professor Bergen. This is da 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 da. Well, it would be pinging. We'd be pinging back and forth. And very quickly, we just stopped signing our emails. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's like a text because we were back and forth. And that's fine. You know, that's perfectly great. I mean, I don't like signing my emails every single time and I don't expect them to either if we're going back and forth, but at least it's within a conversation where you can see where it went. But if it's a first one or on different days, you know, just remember we're not face to face. So make sure that your writing reflects your purpose. I can't see your face or your mannerisms. You have to make sure your tone is professional and not demanding. The people who send me these, and they send you those emails too, um, please uh, please add me to your class. You need to add me to your class. They're not being mean. The student is not really like that, right? The lack of audience awareness when they're writing the email. The student can be totally cool and really nice and great. But when it comes to writing an email, like written communication, that's the way it comes out. So yeah. I would advise students, just look at the tone of your email. Back up. Don't click send yet. And just look at the tone of your email. Yeah. I, I will say that even I, if I'm sending an email that might be mean or something, like I make someone else read it. One thing I also tell students is just please check Google and please check the syllabus before you email me. 
a lot of times the answer's already in the syllabus. Just double check. Just be like, especially if it's about grades or assignments or something like that. Just go look before you send that email. Yeah, think about the average number of emails an instructor gets in any given day if he or she has 125 students. I have 125 students this semester. So think about if those answers are actually very easily found on Canvas, in our modules, or in the syllabus. A quick check, just go back and look before emailing your instructor could really benefit all of us. I think we just get in a hurry and get anxious and they want an answer and so they email us. Yeah, and look at Google. Like a lot of it is like, like a, like I don't know how to reply to a Canvas thing. Canvas has really good help videos and like a lot of the time, if you email me and ask me how to do a thing on Canvas, I'm just gonna send you to a Canvas help video. Not that we don't wanna help you. If you are really stuck, absolutely ask us. Sometimes something is messed up on Canvas, we need to know. If you have a friend in the class, ask them first and then come to us just because honestly, a lot of the time you will get your answer faster through those two methods too. Yeah. Any last email tips? Think professional. Don't think best friend. Don't think convo with your besties. Think about employers. Think about full sentences, putting your best foot forward, looking professional, and making sure we have all the information. We need to know who you are, what class you're in. What assignment uh, you're talking about, if it's an assignment. What assignment you're talking about. What, is, what exactly are you asking us to do if you want us to do something? Mm -hmm. That's another thing I get with like Canvas help sometimes. It'll be like, the assignment isn't working. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that mean? What, how far have you gotten? Where did it stop working? Where are you stuck? You have to give that context. Yeah. And just think about it this way. If you want a really complete answer fairly quickly, you have to give us a complete email fairly quickly because think about it. This is not texting. You'll email us just like what you said, the assignment isn't working. Then we have to email you back. Well, what about the assignment? Is it working? Then you'll save the assignment and then we'll have to say, okay, what about this assignment? What is, what's not working? Well, this isn't working. So we've got this chain of emails going on and it could take hours, right? Because we walk away from our desks or, you know, we're doing something else. So it's in the students or the email senders best interest to make the emails complete um, as possible. Yeah. But like, I, again, don't let this scare you out of sending emails. Oh, no. Totally. It's good practice, honestly. I would think that like, in, like I do an email activity with my students and at the end of the semester, sometimes they say that that was their favorite thing all semester because they know how it will help them in their jobs. This is a skill more than essays sometimes that is going to help you get ahead in life. Honestly, the other thing I'd say is like, if you ever want feedback on your emails, like ask us, be like, also, was this, was this professional enough? And we will let you know how to make it better. Like that would be so fun to do with students. That would be fun. Maybe I need to start doing that. I, yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks guys. Have a great day and yeah, see you.